The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. You know, in Eretz Yisrael today, the greatest Paisik, Paisik is the one who rules on all difficult rulings, Jewish rulings, all halachas, is Rabbi Yitzchak Zilberstein. And he told this fascinating story. He told a story about a fellow, Avraham, who lives in Malay Ephraim. Malay Ephraim is in the West Bank. It's in the Jordan Valley. It's up on a hill. There are 1,400 Jews that live in Malay Ephraim, but the area is surrounded by Arab villages. It's a pretty dangerous area to live, but of course, they're very well protected in Malay Ephraim. Most people don't travel there at night because it's a long, winding mountain, a dark road to get up there, so they'll travel before evening. Now this fellow, Avraham, was very punctilious in his davening, very meticulous. He davened every word, slowly and out loud. But there was one thing that he insisted, and he always spoke about it, that everybody who was in shul should shut their cell phones before they come into shul. Nobody should have a cell phone, even on vibrate. And he had this expression, you want to connect to God, you got to disconnect to everybody else. You want to connect to Hashem, you have to disconnect from everybody. Don't keep it on vibrate because you're going to get a text, you'll get an email, you'll get a WhatsApp, you'll get whatever, FaceTime, and you're always going to want to look at it. Shut the phone. What he would do sometimes, and I heard my friend Shaul Anisfeld does the same thing, he leaves the phone outside the shul, and he doesn't even bring it in. That would be ideal. So people said to him, Abraham, you know, we're surrounded by Arab villages. You know, it could be dangerous. He said, okay, let two guys be appointed. They could have their phones on. But otherwise, you want to make a connection to Hashem? You got to shut your phone. Disconnect everybody else. Listen to this story. One night, Abraham and his wife are driving back from Yerushalayim. It's 52 miles from Yerushalayim to go up north to Malay Ephraim. And as they're driving on that windy road going up to Malay Ephraim, Avram says to his wife, I think we're being followed. She turns around, she says, I don't see anything. He says, yeah, of course, they got the lights off. They're tracking us. They're following us. They don't want us to know. They don't have the light. She looks again, she sees a car. So she gets frightened, so she says, well, why don't you just make a quick left turn off a road and let's see if they follow. And that's what he does. And sure enough, they do the same thing, the car behind them. Now he begins to speed, and they speed. And he makes a right turn, and they make a right turn, and then there's shots that are fired. And his back window is smashed, because he realized the terrorists are behind him. And he winds around the mountain, gets off on the road, tells his wife, get out of the car, roll down the hill, I'll meet you there, I'm going to do the same thing. And he shuts his lights, so they can't see the car right away, and they both roll down the hill. And of course, they hear shots ringing out, and those Arabs were looking to find where they were. She takes out her phone and she calls whatever is 911 in Israel. And she says, we're being followed by terrorists. Please come and save us. And the dispatcher in the police station says, where are you calling from? She says, we're on the bottom of Route 90 by Mali Ephraim. He said, it's impossible. You can't be there. There's no phone. There's no cell phone service down there. She says, I'm telling you, I see the sign. He said, this is a prank call. And they hang up. Imagine that, the poor woman. So then he calls the head of police, Amalia Frank, because he knows him. He said, listen, this is Abraham. We're being followed. We're being shot at. Please come and say, he said, where are you? He says, we're on the bottom of Route 90 
going into she, he says it's impossible there's no cell phone service there he says look i see the sign please i'm begging you come he says okay i trust you and they send the jeeps and the cars come with the cherries and the sirens and the arabs see them and they run this guy avraham was so frightened and so traumatized he didn't talk about it for a month finally he made a sudas haida haida means thank you thank you to hashem and listen to what the rabbi said the rabbi said god showed us a very important lesson here avraham was always talking that you have to disconnect if you want to connect to god so in a place where everybody was disconnected even the cops admitted that down there where they were there was normally no phone service but god showed you think you're disconnected i'll connect to you and he let him use the phone and the phone worked and his life was saved and i think as michael mentioned if there's one thing that we can add to show that we have respect for the king is to make sure that when you walk through that door into the shul not just vibrate you shut your phone that's a way of making a connection to hashem because who are we kidding when you hear it vibrate and you feel it vibrate you're going to look and there are many many people i always say if the women would see how some of their men husbands daven and are looking at the phones during ashrei or during kriya satora or during hazar sashats they wouldn't even let them go to shul with their phones it's a disgrace michael's right we have to undertake one more thing and that one more thing could be among the other things that we may choose from and that is to shut our cell phones when we walk into the shul enjoyed this story come again bring a friend stories to inspire.org